0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are together again for another edition of the Mental Master Alliance podcast. It's been a while. Um, Again, not a while if you're just binging these, and who knows what date it is. But since I last recorded, what day is it today? It's the 13th, it looks like. Saturday, June 13th, 2020. I haven't... uh, This is my first podcast. This is my first... Mental Mastery Alliance podcast of the month of June. Which is quite a long break um, from podcasting. But a necessary one. It was... I just essentially wanted to take, I suppose, a bit of time off. Not from podcasting, not from sharing my thoughts and opinions. But from being plugged in constantly. There's a lot of work that goes into working from home there's a lot of mental state that goes into creating what you want to create and creating your vision and it is very easy to get distracted to get pulled down certain rabbit holes as it were um, and to just generally I guess for lack of better term get lost in yourself uh, I can only assume this applies to anybody with a job as well um, like a, a real job where you I shouldn't say real job but like a job where you go and get told what to do for eight hours a day, nine hours a day, seven hours a day. I don't know. Um, Yeah. And, and because you are self-employed and because you are working, you know, from home for the most part, you, you you don't, you don't catch on to the things that you need to do for your own mind. The places you need to go, the, the places you need to see, to experience new experiences. The, what it comes down to is, you have this pause and this break that sort of kicks off inside your head, and you're like, you know what? I think it's time for me <laughs> to regroup, because you can go tickety boo all the way down the line and just say to yourself, everything's good, everything's good, everything's good, and then they just there's slowly little tweaks. This is a boiling frog. Um, it applies. It applies. So. What I find interesting about this is because, who was it, Alan Watts, that says a man who only thinks about what he thinks about can only talk about what he thinks about, and you get trapped inside your own think tank pattern, <laughs> something or other. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and there's another one too. When people talk about you know um, being in an echo chamber with your uh, sphere You know, I found anyone that ever mentions echo chamber when it comes to sphere of influence uh, typically are people looking to denounce anything other than an official story. Because a proper group of people who are completely open minded aren't necessarily bouncing the identical idea off each other. They're bouncing similar thoughts with different approaches, different styles. And it's all the small things that add up to something bigger, greater. It is interesting to watch the people today want to hate when it comes to pointing out certain flaws in others, pointing out people's past, people's history. I mean, if you want to talk about division, um, obviously you don't, but probably I do because I'm the one that brought it up. (laughs) Uh, I will talk about that. Uh, What's this episode going to be about? Uh, This one's going to just be about me sort of reconnecting with the microphone uh, and sharing some thoughts. Um, we do have a lot of star guests lined up. They are coming through. Um, <clears throat> but there's just so much going on right now that it's impossible to talk straight business. It's impossible to talk straight motivation. It's impossible to talk straight conspiracy. Literally all of it needs to be discussed all at once, all at the same time. From the perspective of the individual, uh, I, in this case, am the individual, uh, and it's it's interesting because when we when we do have thoughts um, with regards to business, with regards to self, with regards to where we stand, with regards to our actions, what we can say, think, and do, a lot of the time we find that our influence. Or sorry, the influence of others comes into play. You know, it's a very sensitive issue right now, Black Lives Matter. Because two things are happening with it. Well, multiple things are happening with it. It's been weaponized uh, and it is a fact. Not only has it been weaponized and it is a fact, it is also a shame that we as a society have gotten to the point where we have to say Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter or anything. It should leg- legitimately just go without saying that life as a whole matters. So, did you specifically, the listener, turn on black people? Did you say, You're black, I'm out? Did the black people listening to this right now say, I, you know, all white people are against me? You know, there's this amazing divide where. You know, we aren't even supposed to look at black and white. Color of skin is such a useless point of division. You are human. I am human. We are human. The only reason anyone even notices color of skin is because we've been tricked into it. We've been tricked into it. We've been trained into it. We've watched the media. We've seen what the CIA has done with quote-unquote gangster rap. We've seen what what the implementations are. We've seen this image all through society and all through history and all through everything Hollywood. If there's an enemy to be seen here, and assuredly there is one, it is the 1% that's dividing all of us. This is a topic that I've spoken on uh, in the conspiracy aspect of this show, uh, and not so much in the business aspect of the show or the spiritual aspect of this show, but it is a very important piece in that simply because there is this amazing ability to remove yourself from everything you've ever seen and thought and felt, no matter the color of your skin, no matter how fat you are, how thin you are, how tall you are, what, what your hair color is, if your hair straight or curly, if your eyes are green or blue, All of these beautiful pieces of division, all of these beautiful pieces of uniqueness and individuality are what create your specific specialness. My words are fantastic today. (laughs) I'm a little bit rusty. So we say, I don't fit in, and then we ostracize those that are different from us. Now, individually, there's this break this divide where we have a very hard time disassociating ourselves from the masses as you sit there and think to yourself tonight by yourself nobody around you know are you a bully what do you what do you defend yourself as what do you what do you define yourself as? are you a nerd? are you shy? are you discriminated against? Are you a discriminator? are you a dick? are you funny? Are you sarcastic? Are you rude? Are you mean? Are you happy? Are you go lucky? Are you helpful? We define ourselves by all these things and we put all these labels and statements on top of ourselves based on the information that's been handed to us. And we think, everybody thinks like we think. But is that the case? Are we in a world where... I'm I'm at a loss. Are we in a world where we can't use our own brain? I posted not too long ago, use everything you've ever known to question everything you've ever known. And when you decide that you no longer want to pigeonhole yourself, actually, when you become aware of the fact that you have pigeonholed yourself, you can move forward. Anyone that's taken an anger management class would know something similar to this, you know, you're angry or you're feeling a certain way or you're creating your outcome based on what you think about yourself in the situation going into it. You know, there's a lot of times where people are like, I really wanted it to work, but I knew it wasn't gonna and then it didn't. Right? And the same and another person can walk into the same situation and say it worked out perfectly. You'll often find the people that complain the most are the people that have the toughest life. Others will say they complain because life is tough. But actually life is tough because they complain. Racism and Hollywood and media and message. Racism is so ridiculous. When you really boil it down and when you really break it down, you are two people staring at each other over the division of what you believe about them based on what you've been told through the media and what you've experienced knowing full well that the min- the media manipulates life. They always say things like life imitating art, art imitating life, blah, 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 right? All these beautiful blah, blah, blahs. But in that instance, the minute you understand that every single thing you've ever seen on the television has been dictating your... People watch The Real Housewives. That's probably like the 14th time I've brought that up on this show. And they think to themselves, this is how I'm supposed to act. Do you think children innately act like dickheads or it's a learned trait it's it's something that they see you know there are so many topics on this and people can have so many opinions on this and i love every single one of the opinions the fact that you have an opinion and you may want to argue with me right now you may be screaming at your speakers right now as you listen to me Prattle on the fact that you have the ability to have an opinion speaks volumes of who you are. And that's really cool. So the fact that you disagree with me is fantastic as well. The fact that you agree with me, that's beautiful. The idea isn't to be part of an idea or to be part of an argument or to be part of anything. The idea is to embrace the fact that you have the ability to make the choices you want to make and understand that your life is a reflection of those choices. Anything can happen and anything will happen, but nothing will happen necessarily out of the blue. If you look back into your life and you say, this happened, that happened, this, I can't believe I got into this, no, 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 no. I can't believe I got into this car accident. I can't believe my boyfriend broke up with me. I can't believe this, that, and the other thing. There were all telltale signs in there. You got into a car accident because you were driving at night and you knew you were uncomfortable driving at night and you needed more experience driving at night and you were in a hurry and you shouldn't have driven that night. You should have driven later when you had more experience, but you were in a hurry. There's nothing you could do about it. You had one too many beers. You got into a car accident. Your boyfriend was a pile of shit and you've known it for your entire life, but eventually he broke up with you. You didn't understand it. You didn't see it coming. That's on you. You were a terrible person in the relationship and you understand that you're a terrible person and you understand that you have thoughts inside your head that don't coincide with the proper thoughts of somebody having a relationship. These are the telltale signs that you're not meant to be with this person. Your insecurity and your weakness make you stay with an individual that you know full well isn't for you because you're afraid to be alone. All of the opportunities for success and failure are right in front of you. Do we have the ability to see them? Yes, for the most part we do. But also no, because we've been blinded by it. There is the saying that Abundance is all around us. It is absolutely everywhere. It's not limitation that's everywhere. It's limitation that we create to shun ourselves from abundance. So, when you want to talk about how tough your life is, look at the decisions you've been making and look at how you're thinking about it. Now, it's impossible to compare how you are thinking uh, to a successful thought process. I mean, you can, but you have to associate with certain things. There's another saying too, you know, show me your top five friends. I'll show you exactly who you are. Another one. If you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five intellects, you'll be the sixth. If you hang out with five people doing anything, you'll be the sixth, even if that's being a bump. So you are always in control of how you choose to feel and associate with anything. And when you turn on the television and you see all these wars, and when you dive into the conspiracies and you, and you dive into the questions and you ask all these things, you're supposed to ask these questions, you're supposed to see these things, but you're not supposed to compare your answers to that of social media, to that of media, to that of anything other than an influence that you choose you want to have. There is a very, very firm realization that comes over you when you understand that. You're not a victim of the world around you. You actually create the world around you by thought. This timeline of before and after has really screwed people up. They think I'm only reacting to things as opposed to proactively doing things. Everything that happens to you in the future is based on the actions that you do right now. There are very, very few mistakes made. And even the most terrible thing that ever happened to you, if you look back on it, was probably one of the biggest teaching moments of your entire life, if you choose to see it that way. Business is life. Business, conspiracy, social media, media, it's all the same thing. You're all having one giant experience. And it truly is up to you to tap into it and to embrace it and to love it. You can live in hate, and if you do live in hate, if you hate others, if you're that ignorant, it is you that hurts. Because the others don't know that you hate them, nor do they care. They're too busy focusing on what they think others think and what they think they're doing. And when you project ignorance and arrogance and hate and stupidity, you have to live in that. You have to A, think about it, B, speak it out loud, and C, look around the room to witness how people react to the bullshit you just spewed. So if you want to talk shit, remember that you're the first person that has to live in the shit that you're talking. And if you live in your own bullshit, life's pretty rough. But if you constantly push positivity on a fake note, as in if you don't believe it inside your heart, that's also pretty bullshit. You need to live your truth, but you also need to propel your truth into a beneficial realm for you and for your neighbor. Because at the end of the day, you can watch the news talk about COVID. You can watch all of our politicians tell us that we're allowed to have social circles. It's bullshit. You can watch anyone wearing a mask. Bullshit. But every single one of those people wearing a mask believe that they're helping somebody else. Or they're just virtue signaling their self-righteousness. But at the end of the day, they're right in their head. And far be it from us to say you're wrong, even though, you know, some of us disagree with wearing a mask. Some of us disagree with allowing your politicians to dictate who you who you can and can't hang out with. Uh, The information that you think you're getting, it's wrong. It's false. Um, That's, you know, my opinion. But I don't mean it's false as in the media and the news has lied to you about a certain thing. I mean, it's false as in the whole thing since the day you were born has been handed to you. It's reflective in hate. If you feel hate, you were taught that. If you feel ignorance, you were taught that. If you point at other people and say you, you were taught that. You were taught to never grow internally. You were taught to feel and express hate. You were taught all of this. Whether you see it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, that's a big one for people to swallow. Then they say, it's so big, not everybody can be in on it. Well, the reality is you don't need to be in on it. You just need to perpetuate the same bullshit you yourself were taught. If the teacher teaches you the same lies she was taught, she's not in on it. She just doesn't know any better. When do you stop the cycle? It's up to you because you individually are the only thing in this entire world that has remained constant. You are conscious. And the fact that you're conscious is what gives all of everything the ability to be, because you personally can perceive it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been two weeks since I've had the honor and privilege of saying in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice.